uncle always said growing up when you when you give him the pouty lip, he said, "I'll rip your lips off." Yeah, I that. <laughs> well, uh, hello everyone, <laughs> and welcome to another great episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record, where Rob might rip your lips off. <laughs> This is Elder Scrolls Off the Record, available for download off iTunes, Stitch Radio, and QuestGamingNetwork.com. Today's record date is Turn On, Frostfall the 24th, and I am your host, and the man who loves Elvira so much, which put a restraining order out against him, Eve Arwen. <laughs> Wow. Two seconds into the show, my face already hurts from laughing. <laughs> it's gonna be good. And uh, I am joined by a lady with your guildmates and a freaking game, Liz, Mistress LeBeau. Ooh, I like it. I, I like it a lot. Hello. Hello. Uh, and of course, uh, Rob, I'll rip your lips off. Scholar to many, <laughs> hero to all, rage philosophy. Ah. Uh. That's right. I'll rip your lips off. And, <laughs> and for the record, for the record, Ibarro does not say we're going live. No, he doesn't. It would be nice if he said something. <laughs> I intentionally do that. Yeah, I, I hope to catch these little these little gems as they as they air, and you never disappoint you too. Oh, I think it's awesome. I, I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, but but lest us not be rude, we have uh, two wonderful guests that, if you don't already know them, I would love for you to meet. Uh, hosts of ESORP Podcast, the Elder Scrolls Online role-playing podcast, Night's Night, and Moriel. Yep. Hi, everyone. Hey, what's going on? Okay, no, who's who? I'm hearing two different voices. Right, so so that's my fail. So Night's Night. Uh, yeah, it is. He is uh, <laughs> we, did them, we did them in opposite order just because of that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am Night's Night. And I'm Moriel. Gentlemen, hello, hello. Uh, Liz, where where can everyone find us? Uh, they can find us on the page that I just clicked off of because I didn't think I was going to be talking. They can find us at com. You can like us on Facebook.com slash Network and tweet us at Elder Scrolls OTR and hang out with us live. And it's not on Hitbox. It's on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Network and catch up with us on YouTube.com slash Network. That's right. Um, next episode, I believe, will be Thursday, October 30th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Does that work for uh, for you, for you, Liz and, and Rob? Uh, if not, we can always talk off air, of course. But yeah, as, as of right now, that should not be an issue. So, what are you guys dressing up for uh, as for Halloween? Um, an unemployed dad. Oh, you could have been more creative, you know. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, um, Lyris Titanborn. You'd make a good Lyris Titanborn. Yeah, sigh. Come give me some loving. Yeah, that would work. Quote of the night. Quote of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Give me some love inside. (laughs) But, Lyris, you ripped my lips off. (laughs) Um, People in the chat room, if you were experiencing an echo, I believe I I corrected it for you. So hopefully it uh, just let me know if it has not been corrected, but it should be. 
Oh, did you do the thing again with I, the thing? Yeah, I did the thing with the thing. Did the thing I remember that used to be a big thing on this show. Every single show would be like, stop the echo. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's because uh, the, the audio device has to get changed um, if you're using, you know, the the microphone versus like the, the headset and I, I stream with my headset now. So, and I've been doing a lot of streaming lately. So yeah. And where do you stream at twitch.tv <laughs> slash quest gaming network yeah, on Twitch. Uh, so, yeah. we, all right. So, so here's, here's the thing. All right. Let's just, <laughs> we'll, we'll get this out before, uh, before the show summary. So, so here's what happened. All right. Um, I've been, I've been streaming a lot on Twitch lately just to sort of, you know, cause we're, we're concerned about our community. We want to increase the, uh, the the community and and um and everyone so so we're i've been streaming a lot in in hopes that you know it'll help build the community and and java who is taking care of the um the guild and all that and she's doing a wonderful job so in any event i'm streaming more and i figured let's let's do something you know unique and different maybe and and let's stream uh because it's close to halloween uh let's let's uh stream a little night of the living dead i was playing some games for a little while and and uh everyone in the chat room was into it i figured night of the living dead it, it still has like a, a a a bad name but honestly like there's nothing on night of the living dead that you're not going to see on cable tv these days anyway like the walking dead is far more grotesque than night of the living dead <laughs> So I throw that on. It's from 1968. It's in black and white. It's public domain. So I figure, what's what's going to be the big deal? Well, apparently it breaks uh, Twitch's terms of service, and they they shut the um, they shut our Twitch channel down. And it was a Whoops. big yeah, it was a big thing. We we were going to go over to Hitbox, and then we got an email from Twitch saying, "Don't ever do that again." It's like, okay, sorry, jeez. <laughs> So we're but back. not after you had told everyone to change the website and everything. I'm sorry I'm pointing this out. I just think it was so sorry. funny. <laughs> oh, it's hysterical. It, it's absolutely hysterical. Now it is. <laughs> it is now. Now that I've I've done, you know, beating my head up against the wall multiple oh, you times. <laughs> so anyway. Um so so Rob, what are we gonna be talking about today? Uh well for the uh community news, um Pretty much, we're going to be doing all uh, ESORP uh, discussion uh, with these guys. Um, and we're also going to be uh, going into some ESO, some some game that's popular right now. I don't know. That's like, right. I don't What's know. this ESO thing? I've never heard of it. I, I, I don't know. I'm, personally, I prefer Spider Solitaire. That's what I do all day. So. <laughs> Minesweeper. Minesweeper. <laughs> I'm plus amazing online. Uh, plus tweets and emails. So very good. Um, of course, the show is sponsored by Tweaked Audio. TweakedAudio.com for quality headphones and thirty percent off. Use our code off the record at TweakedAudio.com and by Audible. AudibleTrial.com/slash/QuestGamingNetwork. Uh, but before we do anything else, we've got something quick to mention. Indeed, we do. New wallpapers and avatars have hit the ElderScrollsOnline.com website this week, celebrating Veteran Rank City of Ash coming in Update 5. It's almost here. It's almost here. So uh, give that, a, give that a, a good look. Also, Bethesda Stores having a 25% off sale on all t-shirts and hoodies until next Thursday. That is the 30th of October. 
Hoodies have gone down from $60 to $45, and tees have gone down from $20 to $15. Uh, the Alduin's Wall hoodie is now $19.99 from $60. Okay, that was originally $60. Mm-hmm. But, but if you act now, you can get it for the low, low price of $19.99. There we go. So, huge price difference there. Now, this is different than uh, Del Tia's t-shirts, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's different. It's yeah. Different. Slightly. Um different. so Night's Night, you're the you're the lead host of of uh ESORP, right? Uh yeah, I like to say that me and Morio both are like the lead hosts. I just kind of manage like the back end and like the editing and recording and just the producer things. I just sit down and talk. I don't know about the rest of you. <laughs> the uh the show definitely has a, a really good round table format um can you guys like most of our listeners are not are not role players we we have a few here and there um some notables are uh ebon wind from from the esotr akatosh guild plays um crimi nightvale whom you guys might know from from the forums he's got a nice uh long form thread on on screenshots and whatnot he does a great job you know i think i've actually seen those yeah yeah so a lot of our listeners are not are not role players, but I mean you guys do a fantastic job. The the RP community in this game is is amazing. What yes. can, what can you tell us about about A your your show ESORP and and um why why you guys decided to to do it? Um well, I'll let I'll let you go first. Yeah, ESORP started back in August and I just kind of I was listening to, I'm going to just plug them because they're pretty awesome. It's Tells of Tamriel, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And I was like, I really enjoyed their show. And I was like, you know what? There's not, and I love RP, but I didn't really find anything out there that was RP oriented, like strictly, right? Right. So I was like, well, maybe I want to get into that because I've always been a fan of like making music and I always had, I already had like all the equipment because I make beats and stuff and audio book things. So, I was like, I approached our guild forums and I was just put out a blurb. I was like, hey, you know, I want to, I have an idea for a podcast and I want it to be RP oriented. Is anyone interested? And Morio jumped right on that. And at the time, Morio was in Germany. So um, I've actually never met Morio before that point, but um, came back from Germany and we started to record our first episode and I think went pretty well. And we've been kind of just plugging along ever since. We're at 17 episodes now and six Twitch streams. Yeah, something and, like that. Yeah, and I and I think it, the RP community is like really strong because and this number like I give updates on it, but like ever since just August, we've had like over like 4,000 unique hits on the show through the RSS feed. So it's like. I just can't believe that amount of support is pouring in. And most of it, I think, is through the tests, the T-E-S-O slash R-P dot com. Yeah, that's like the Cash. hub for us role players. Yeah. Oh, oh without a doubt. Uh, we always make sure to uh, shout um, <clears throat> shout the uh, the website out on on this show because it's, it is, it's a tremendous R-P hub. Um, you got, you know, it's always on the, the, um, uh, the the form that they they put out every single week, mm-hmm. um, 
the community roundup. They put that out yeah. every every single week, and you know that that website's always you know right down there with all the uh, the, the events and whatnot. So it looks like it's you know holding down the the role playing community almost almost single handedly. Yeah, I don't. If that was gone, I don't know what we'd do really. I mean, honestly, it really is. Um, I mean, we now we aren't really kind of the the only shows going on about RPing, but like. I mean, jumping in at the time, there there really wasn't anything going on, and I'm, I'm actually really glad people have gotten more involved in doing that. But without TSORP, there wouldn't really be a role playing community. Yeah, and I, I that's one of the things that I was I was noticing is that it, it seems that dramatic, and I I was wondering if if that's actually the case. So so it basically well, is right. I mean, without TSORP. Yeah, I would. I remember back when uh, I was in early access, and there were, I was with another RP at the time, and there were some just kind of popping up. But at the time, like you could not tell like where any other RPers were, like if there were any other people RPing at all. It's just we needed that way of like contacting each other. Yeah, yeah. Who runs TSO RP? You guys. Know uh. I only know a handful of the admins, to be honest. Okay. Uh, there's Mycroft is an admin. Pigeons is an admin. Uh, I think uh, it's Grey Baron. Grey Baron. That would make sense, because Grey Baron is always doing like the official posts. The, the and news posts. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it might be good to uh, maybe reach out to, uh, to these guys and, and sort of have them on the show at one point. Yeah, um, it would definitely be interesting, because some of these guys are like real big lore buffs and community people. So I would I'd recommend it. Cool. All right. Well, uh, we do have some news that, uh, that came out this week and, uh, we're going to be, we'll be talking a little bit about that in the community update. Um, right after our brand spanking new community bumper guys. <gasps> now it's, it's not as, as overblown and epic as the other one. <laughs> It's a little. Really it's a little understated. No, it, it's true. It's a little. It's a little understated. But I think that's what it needed. So, so without any further ado, <laughs> here it is. From the community. Yes. No. Green light. Red light. It's the same damn thing. It's not the same damn thing. <laughs> That is literally like the most generic sounding background I have ever heard. Someone just like sat down and recorded uh, in the airport or something. (laughs) No, I really like that kind of like music going on in the background of that. I I remember hearing that in all these other community things. Does it it beat this? As Is long that as like- it's not Red Diamond. <laughs> I think it's uh, playing in the background. So don't don't get me started on Red Diamond. I have no idea what you're I, I have a friend who's Red actually Diamond. in the chat right now, Various, who has sworn to me multiple times that the minute the justice system goes out, every bar that sings Red Diamond will die. Yes, and I, I will be right there with him killing them. <laughs> I want to say that uh, Rage Philosophy, we try to get Moriel to sing Red Diamond... I busted out the guitar and I was 
improvising Hater Delilah playing oh. that to and then I was like, see Red Diamond. I'm I'm surprised I'm surprised you could remember that for how how far gone you were. Oh yeah. Um, wow. every Saturday is the ESO RP drunken podcasting streaming. Either one of oh. one of us is gonna be smashed on camera for your enjoyment. What what night is that again? <laughs> Saturday. Saturday at uh, seven. Seven p.m. See guys, I told you, Tso RP has got awesome freaking events. They're they're out there, and uh, I'm not kidding. Uh, all right, Liz, would you mind picking up number one here? If I hadn't just accidentally, you know, hung up on you guys. <laughs> oh, is that why your your audio sounded so wonky? I'm just coming, coming back? back in. <laughs> I was trying to mute myself, and, you know, that mute button is right next to that little hang-up button. Yep. Okay, so the community stuff, right? Yes, ma'am. Number one, Okay, we've got... uh, I I got it. Okay. Not number two. (laughs) Not number two? Not number two. There's nothing in number two. One, two, three, seven. (laughs) Contact. Five. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Three, two, one, contact. Number one, (laughs) updates on ESOTR Akatosh. The guild member Party Pyro will be hosting a PvP guild event for Akatosh slash Hard Contact for the Blackwater non-VR campaign. Bring your level 10 to 49 tune. That's Tuesday, October 28th, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And meet in Grotwood's Elden Root Shrine. And feel free to join us anytime during the event. Also, uh, Zenimax has announced... Elder Scrolls book series by Titan Books. Uh, Several new series of books were announced this week by ZeniMax Online Studios. They've partnered with Titan Books to create the Elder Scrolls Online Tales of Tamriel, Volume 1 and 2, and the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, the Skyrim Library, Volumes 1 through 3. Uh, Rob, would you mind picking up on the quotes, please? Sure. Alright, so The Elder Scrolls Online, Tales of Tamriel Volume 1 and 2 is a series featuring a vast collection of in-game lore and original art. The two bound volumes chart the ongoing struggles between the Aldmeri Dominion, the Daggerfall Covenant, boo, and the Ebonheart Pact, as well as the deadly invasion of Daedric Prince Molag Ball. Who's that? that Each book... Yeah, that guy. Each book features close to 100 specially commissioned, never-before-seen pieces of art illustrating the lives, the land, and the lore of Tamriel at war. That sounds really awesome. And also, The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. The Skyrim Library, Volume 1 through 3, is a lavishly bound three-volume series chronicled for the first time all of Tamriel's history and covers a multitude of Elder Scrolls lore, including the cultures, creatures, magic, myths, and more, illustrated with stunning art, end quote. Uh, all of this comes from ElderScrollsOnline.com. Uh, they did not give any information that I could see on a price, so you may have to go over to the uh, publisher, which is Titan Books, in order to, to figure that out. Uh Here's the here's the big thing, and I'd like to spend a couple minutes on this. ESO Live Episode 4 uh, will air tomorrow, Friday, October 24th, on Zoss's Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash ZeniMax Online Studios at 4 p.m. Eastern. And they're going to have a Q&A with creative director Paul Sage. Oh, he's one of the cute ones. Yep. Right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm gonna tell him you said that. <laughs> you can bring. But you have to say it just like that, though, when you tell him. Yes, I promise. The southern, the southern twang to it, and everything. <laughs> what? Uh, what do you? What do you guys think? Do you think there's going to be any prediction? Well, do you guys have any predictions? We'll we'll start with our guests. Um, we haven't heard from Morio much. Um, what do you think? Any predictions on on what uh, Paul Sage will will say? Well, they'll definitely give us a date for update five, <laughs> but um, what sort of like creative direction he'll talk about? I guess just in general, if if you were to say that I, I feel he'll speak about this uh, or that, well, a lot of people are definitely clamoring for more information on the justice system and spellcrafting. Right. Um, I definitely think we will touch on the justice system. I don't know if we're going to touch on spellcrafting. I, I held like this this seed of hope in my heart that we'll touch on spellcrafting, um, but. He'll probably end up going more into the design of something like Further Undaunted stuff, the champion system, and um, was it Rothgar, Rothgarian Mountains? Mm-hmm. He'll probably talk a little bit about that. Um, over to Rob, what are what are some of your predictions on on some of the information, and, and maybe maybe not predictions, maybe just hopes. Um, I think one prediction, uh, if I had to predict something that they're going to talk about. Um, I think that they're going to announce the six-month veteran pet uh, at the very least. And it's also a hope of mine. I know it's just kind of small potatoes compared to a lot of the stuff they can talk about, but that's that's one that I you know, kind of keep in the back of my mind that, well, hey, this is supposed to be coming pretty soon. Um, and another hope that um, I, I, I really hope that they uh, they at least mention consoles. I really dang it, hope. Dang it, that was okay. I was gonna say that. I did that to troll you, Liz, because I knew you wanted to do that. No, okay, I, 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 I have no idea. I'm gonna jump in and say this is how tomorrow's gonna go. Tomorrow's okay. gonna go. He's gonna be talking about this, and everybody in the chat room is gonna be saying, "Why haven't you released the console information? Why haven't you released console information? Why ha- people getting kicked? People getting nasty to each other? That's what's gonna happen." I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, and sadly, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it is going to be um, a, a very entertaining chat room. You know, <laughs> I don't know about the chat room. Maybe the stream. Uh, well, I mean, the, the stream itself is definitely going to be some great <laughs> oh, yeah, information. But, but if... Do people if, get kicked if, out of the chat room there? Do they get kicked out? Oh, yeah. In my head, yeah. they do. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Um, wow. I mean, this will be the first time um, I'm actually able to sit in on, on the stream. I usually have to catch it, you know, uh, pre-recorded somewhere else after the fact. So I'm off tomorrow, so I'll be, I'm interested in, in checking this out. I'll be, oh, yeah. Know. Any kind of stream that is done by the developers. I remember doing this for Rift because I would yeah. go in to try to get the information. If you try to type anything in chat, you won't even see it. It'll be gone so fast. Um, yeah. yeah, they do that with Dragon Age as well. It's... I was actually super surprised because they actually asked one of my questions when I asked it in the stream to the how developers. Can you, how can they even see? Because they go by so I don't fast. Know. So many people are talking. It was probably because <laughs> we were on the music section and they were talking to the music developer and I'm the only one that asked the question. Oh, oh. 
<laughs> also, uh, Twitch has a slow mode that I'm sure that they use, uh, and it, it it wouldn't surprise me that they probably have some personnel uh, off camera that you really don't see that are fielding these questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, with a major you know production company doing something like this, they they've got a bunch of different um, backups to make sure that all the information is seen by. Um, you know, by the presenters, but, um, you know, I, I, I really hope that we're going to get some good questions from the chat room. I'm, I guarantee you there are going to be some ass clowns in there. I mean, you, <laughs> there always are. <laughs> so yeah. I, I would like you to said propose. you're going to be there tomorrow. <laughs> yes, I, I will yep. be there. <laughs> I will propose the drinking game of, Take a shot every time Paul Sage avoids answering a question. Oh my God, no! Because you die of no that. My you God, that's that, that's like taking a shot every time a stormtrooper misses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's you he's pretty good. You responsible for the deaths of all these people from alcohol poisoning. Do you, do you want to live with that? He's pretty good. At, I mean, he's always been good at answering our our troll questions here on on the show. I mean, how many times did I bombard that poor man with, you know, are you coming out with a companion app? And he was like, oh, you know, I, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, but never once did you ask him if he was single for me. <laughs> He's not, Liz. He's not single. <laughs> I love the exasperation in your voice. That was just great. Um. Okay. And uh, and night. Any any predictions? Any uh, any hopes? Oh man. Uh, hopes are always on housing, but that's not till like 2018. Mm. Um, things will be said. People will get upset. People will complain <laughs> about the amount of posts that they put out for the RP. Because um, I see that all the time on the Facebook. Like, oh, these are Why RP have you things. not fixed PvP yet? Uh. Yeah, I think there's going to be that. But like Moriel said, I think it's just going to be a lot of stuff that were just in the PSC notes for the upcoming patch. Okay. Well, I think um, I think Moriel definitely uh, hit the hit the nail on the head with the update 5 and, um, and Rob as well with uh, the six month pet or uh i don't it probably won't even be a pet that's I, i'm predicting that the the six month reward will will not be a pet um I hope it's costume. i'm i'm hoping and predicting that that they they come out with a solid date for update five they'll probably announce this tuesday um i'm hoping that they give in, in fact i'm going to predict that they're going to give some kind of information something on consoles. I think that's why they're they're having Paul Sage on the show. I think they've um whenever whenever he comes around in anything official, you you better believe he's going to be toting in something meaty. And uh <laughs> I mean, look, we're what? This is the 3rd week of of October. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I mean, it's it's really really soon, too soon to Christmas really because think of advertising wise, you have to get the ads on TV. I hope those are all ready. If so, um, I, I hope all your web ads are ready. <laughs> if yeah. not, that's going to be hell on their advertising department. Yeah. Sorry, that's do just you, me. <laughs> do you think, though, that these upcoming games are going to be coming out during the holidays are going to cannibalize the sales of the Elder Scrolls Online? Because, I mean, it is a big well, name, but you have a lot of other heavy hitters coming in. I'll, I'll say this, like, being working as a developer myself before, that 
first off, they're going to avoid giving dates for them up until the point <laughs> where the core assets of it are all completely done and they're ready for testing. Um, and two, they if they don't shoot for Christmas, they'll shoot for another of the the main release dates in the upcoming year. Um, but if there's anyone who would give a, be able to give a date, it's Paul Sage. Yeah. Versus having versus having Matt Fire on on the uh, on the stream, which you know he he's a pretty busy guy. He doesn't really come around much. Usually they go to Paul Sage for that kind of thing. Not that he's not a busy guy, but <laughs> you know he is. Uh, but I think I think um, Paul Sage really deals more with the game. I think Matt Fire deals more with what's going on with the game and what's uh, what's going on with with uh, corporate and, and the business end. And you know, I could be wrong, but. Yeah. yeah. The I mean the reason they avoid giving a date is because once you say to your stakeholders, this is the date that this is coming out, you now have to, you know, match yep. that date or you take a pretty big hit to your reputation. Yeah. Yep. So I'm I'm predicting that we've got some kind of console information coming out. Um they said six months. That was in June. Six months is in uh December. We're a month and a half away so about from uh from the uh, from hmm. Christmas, I think we're going to get something. I think we're going to get the announcement of when it could be in December. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I know it would be nice for December a Skyrim like reindeer mount. Oh, <laughs> what? You know, people are going crazy now. Going, no, that would just break my immersion. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would. I would love one. I personally love one. Floating above your head wouldn't break immersion. No, we well, can turn those off. I just want to point out that that comment was made by an R peer. I know. <laughs> I, are found pick- I just I found are it you- very funny as well. Are you picking up on the irony here? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, I did. Which um, um, what, one? Of you, one of you two guys was was saying they were really looking forward to the chat bubbles in the last episode. That, oh, that was that was our uh, guest that who was, was very looking forward to it, much to our ire. Wow! Did you, <laughs> yeah. did you hear him just throw that poor guy under the bus? He's like, "Oh, I was the guest." You, know, <laughs> you did well, that was terrible. I'm we, we've now. had arguments in the live stream about chat bubbles before. Uh, yes. It's it's real. Um, it's actually pretty contentious. In yeah, the but RP it was in the community. chat thing, so I didn't see it above your head, so I didn't pay attention to it. And, oh, yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> mm. Zing! <laughs> All right, guys, let's uh, let's move on before we before we head into our discussion topic, uh, where we'll get to know Knights Night, Morial, and this thing called RPing and what that's all about. Uh, we just want to call out that uh, Tamriel Chronicle number seventy two is out. Of course, uh, check out this week's issue for the latest in fan created art, fan fiction, music, news articles, podcasts, contests, and of course, RP fans check out all of the weekly events being held. By Tiso RP. More on that right after this. In their tongue is Dovatin, Dragonborn. And Liz. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, uh,. <laughs> Who the what? heck is typing in the background? 
Oh, I am so sorry. That was me. I should have moved the mic. <laughs> He's like, these Elder Scrolls off the record guys are completely lame, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was so excited for this show. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I was I'm like so stoked. Man. I thought it was actually Rob because, you know, the, the Twitch channel is 10 seconds after we're talking. And so I saw his hands go down to where his keyboard should be. And I was like, oh, man, I'm going to call him out on it. And I didn't realize it was one of our guests. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll stop. I was I was typing in the chat. I was going to. It's all right. Go. Okay. Silly. So, so Liz, um, one of our uh, one of our sponsors, please uh, pick one. Anyone pull them out of your hat. Well, you know, the one that I love to, to, uh, talk about is the audibletrial.com slash quest gaming network. Really? And why is that? Why is that? Because <laughs> they have audiobooks and I love audiobooks because I don't want to sit down and read. I want to read while I'm playing a game and that's the best way to do it. I, and, I agree. I love playing games and listening to audiobooks on, on Audible all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I, I think the Elder Scrolls has some books on there. Yeah, but they're crap. So let's talk about some Dragon Age books. <laughs> wow, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> no, they're not crap. They're they're. they're I heard the good. words Elder Scrolls crap. Let's talk about Dragon let's Age. That's about what Dragon I heard. Age. And <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. If you haven't heard, there is a new Dragon Age podcast on the Quest Gaming Network. Apparently, <gasps> it's doing well. Yeah. So very get, well. Yes. Get uh, caught up on the Stolen Throne and the Calling. Colin's very good. I would recommend that one. But yeah, you can go to audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork and you can get a special free 30-day trial. That means you get a free book. I like free books. I get free books once in my lifetime when I go to audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork and take advantage of that that URL. And uh, I was so happy to get that that one free book in my whole life. I've never gotten anything free, but I have gotten that (laughs) You know what? My mother actually went up and signed up for this this did, week. Did she? Yeah. Excellent. Good old Mama Jurgens. All right. I don't what know it, what she got. It was probably Fifty Shades of Grey, but I don't know. Oh, you think so? <laughs> no. Oh God. God. We should all Let's let like, the listeners believe that, though. We should. Um, I seely read a chapter from Fifty Shades. <laughs> for the chat. I believe this was brought before, and I was like, no. You should do it in Nord voice. We need a Nord Argonian. And a Breton. Oh, Varwin. Come on, <laughs> I've retired the Nord. There's no more Nord talking on this show anymore. <laughs> I, I don't want to read this. I erect the spine of boredom. <laughs> <laughs> Have that be the last time you erect anything. <laughs> yes! Thank you, somebody, for picking that up. Oh. <laughs> So, Audible Trial. AudibleTrial.com slash Network. Please download your free book today with that link. You will you will be tantalized and titillated, and maybe you'll erect a spine of happiness. <laughs> that was the next ever. <laughs> Our interview with Knights 9 and Mario of ESO RP, the RP community of any game, tends to be small, a small segment of the overall population. However, in Elder Scrolls Online, it is alive and well and thriving. The ESORP podcast is one of the few out there that specializes its discussion around role-playing 
and all of its complexities. Now, now role-playing is not simply pushing buttons and assigning attribute points like, like many of us attribute it to be with these video games. It's telling stories through interaction and improv with your guildmates, using a digital setting and personal character development. It's an art and a point of pride for those involved in the RP community. Tonight, our guests will explain how they do it and why. So, uh, Night's Night, we'll start with you, and then and then we'll we'll head over to uh, Moriel. Um, explain what role playing is for you. He killed him. Uh oh. Or is he role playing? Oh, I muted myself as I was typing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know. Role playing dead. That would've been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Slash play dead. Um, I, role playing for me is immersion at its best like I can get into the game with the developers right the content they provide to me um, but role playing you go so much deeper into your character and the playability of that game just skyrockets because you're just that much more invested into it um, you make these relationships with other people OC Lee which is out of character and IC Lee which is in character um, and in character, you basically like a lot of you guys probably kind of role play in your heads without even realizing it. Well, hold on, Let, let's just let's just stop for a second there because you you use okay. something in in conversation that I think a lot of people you said OC Lee and IC Lee, which which you meant you meant to say in OC and IC as an out of character and in character, but you also use the 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 LY at the at the end of. At the end of that, right? Yeah, I don't know why. I think that's just like something that we do. Mm-hmm. It's like an RP meme. I don't know if that is even a thing, but well, no, I'm yeah. glad it happened because, and I think, yeah, go ahead, Liz, go go ahead. No, no, I was just saying it's cute. <laughs> well, I'm glad it happened because the the thing is, is um, I, I think that sort of demonstrates that that role playing and a role playing community is is different than than the community in which uh normally uh the the greater whole of the community you've got the pvp community in this game they've got their own set of 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 dialogue and 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 uh and terms and it's good that you you just in a real life setting represented that as well the role-playing community does the same thing it's got its own terms and dialogue that that you know one side of the community on elder scrolls online may not be aware of yeah, I can see it. I can see where you're going with that. Do you know if any of those terms are the same as they were in, say, PvP or not? Because that would be very confusing. Well, For... you know, go ahead, Knight. Oh, no, I don't even know. I don't really touch on PvP, so that's all you. <laughs> that's pretty much why I was asking of Arwen, because he kind of straddles everything. Straddles? <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Moving <Sorry>. right along. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I mean... <laughs> I knew as it was coming out, I was like, oh, crap. Look at Rob. He's about to bust a gut. <laughs> um, no, if, as far as I understand, um, there really isn't any any role-playing in, in PvP at all. Uh, maybe maybe casual PvPers? Maybe maybe they dabble into a little role-play in, in their head, like, like Knight was about to explain to us. You, know, you, you sort of role-play a little bit in your head without even knowing about it. 
Yeah, because um, when you're playing, sometimes you're like, oh, man, like, my character was cool. He's going to do this. And you're like, you get into your character, right? But RP is really just taking uh, taking it that next step further and jumping into the shoes of that character and giving him a backstory, giving him a life of his own, um, giving him a you know, personality. And you literally grow that character with the connections you make with other people and the events that happen to you. Now, um, I did also want to jump and say that you can RP in PvP. Um, what I believe we've done before is use the PvP setting. Um, I know I went into Cyrodiil and I RP'd because there was a location that we wanted to go to. And we just used the PvP backdrop and we used the mobs. We pretended like, you know, the enemy characters and the other faction were a certain set of people and they were opposing us. We had to sneak around them through RP and go here. So we actually used you guys, the non-RPers, without even knowing it. So you were a part of our story. You know? Okay. Oh, oh Morial. I, I feel no, it's okay. violated. <laughs> my my <laughs> internet just decided not to work right when oh, I was supposed to talk. That's uh, that's all right, Morial. We, we, we knew that there was uh, an issue going on in the background, and uh, we, we kept it in the call. Uh, so welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, All right. So, Moriel, um, Knight was yes. just explaining to us uh, what what role playing meant for him. What does it mean for you? Okay, so I have been RPing um, long before ESO. I've been doing this since ooh, like twelve, thirteen years now um, through kind of different media from uh, when I was younger as a um, at forum RP. On to um, now, actually, this is the second MMO I've done RPing in. Mm-hmm. I've done like tabletop and not other kind of things. Um, and to me, RP has always been about uh, collaboratively working with a group of people to create a story that everyone enjoys. Um, helping people to experience a, a world from a, that they may know about um, and may not know about, but to build this story that allows them to experience that world in a different way. I mean, it's similar to the way if you played like Skyrim or Morrowind and you, you had your idea for of your character and, you know, how did they do things? What did they do as, you know, as the Dova King, who is this person? And, uh, by doing that, that's sort of a, um, a lens you experience the world through. Right. And it's, it's creating this sort of this thing collaboratively instead of separately. Interesting. Uh, now, now, Morial, I think um, I think we might be having some sort of connection issue. Um, would you mind? Maybe we'll uh, bring it back in the call. Just drop real quick. Yeah, this is being real weird. I'll be back. Aww. Yeah, no problem. It's all right. <laughs> Poor guy. So, all right. So, uh, Knight, over over to you now. How? Yep. Go go through your process of of exactly how. Like step one to. Step never ending. Yeah, like how <laughs> how exactly? Uh, I mean, how do you how do you role play? Tell me tell me how you role play. How does this even happen in the first place? Okay, so first, what you do is either you can just RP casually in a tavern, what they call you know tavern role play. I'm not going to get into that because that's just something else. But I'll tell you step one. Uh, so basically, step one is you make a backstory for your character. Um, this includes you know their family tree, 
Or do they have a family? Are they still around? Are they dead? Um, what's your personality like? Um, where did you come from? And what kind of events in your life shaped you to be who you are at this current state? Okay, and usually all this is written down in the forums. And if people want to go and check that out, they can delve a little bit deeper into your bio, basically. Um, that'll include, you know, your height, your when were you born, you know, like Frost Falteris, you know, oh, year, whatever. Wow. And it gets pretty deep. So basically now you have your backstory. And then you go to making your character. Um, this is, I think, an important part because this is an RP. It's really like a first impression kind of thing. You see your character, so you got to make it to who you want to be. Um, sometimes you can write a backstory that will dictate how your character looks. Um, sometimes you don't have to do that. But um, the next part is naming your character in a lore-friendly manner. Um, like I have an Imperial. His name is... Decanius, Curatus, which is an imperial name. So you got to keep it lore friendly so people know that you're not just trolling them. You can't be <laughs> Sir Tanks a lot and yeah. what? No, Mistress Tanks a lot. Oh. <laughs> no, and you I can't know. be Knights Knight. I know I do Knights Knight. Um, I was having a bad habit of making uh, characters with my Knights Knight name, but that's just because I'm so attached to it. And you guys sometimes you get away from that when you do an RP. Um, and then after you made your character, you jump into the world. Um, you got to decide on how is this character going to interact with the environment and the people around him. Um, what's his personality like? What's his mannerisms like? And of course, this can change through time, just like how people change through you know life events. Um, but you got to keep an eye on that. And then find a good guild, an RP guild. There's tons of them out there. And... That is basically it, and it doesn't stop after that unless you decide to kill off your character. Like in a you know, soap opera or whatever. <laughs> Which, speaking of, we did that to one to your main character like earlier yes. this week. We did that a couple days ago. We killed my na- uh, my main character on that AD. That was some Mortal Kombat death scene stuff. How, how, did, yes. how did that happen? Um, explain a little bit about the storyline and, and that led to your, your main character's death. And then how did all of that like get role-played out? Well, see, my character just walked in on him getting his heart ripped out and kind of did not handle that well. <laughs> yeah, well, let's let's jump from the very beginning. So basically, um, I just jumped in. Um, we have also not just regular RP guilds, but we have faction-wide guilds that basically are blanket for all our peers in that faction. So if you're an AD, you have like the Dominion Accord, which is a group for all the different guilds that RP can join this one solitary guild and coordinate events. Um, so we're really like, it's really, uh, it's really cool. Like how we kind of structure everything, but since it can sometimes be, um, difficult to have communications between different uh, groups of people in this game. Uh, (laughs) a lot of people basically came together in each different faction and said, we need to have some kind of, uh, guild where we can all talk to each other and give each other events, and that's where the Dominion Accord, the Covenant Collective, and I think Evan Hart Roleplay came from. Yeah. Um, but I was in the AD chat, that Dominion Accord, and I was just like, hey, is there any events going on? And one of my old fellow guild buddies was like, hey, um, we're going to do this thing, and do you mind if one of your characters die? I was like, no, I haven't really RP'd with Cairo for a little while. 
So I brought Cairo on, and the whole basis of this storyline, and this was scripted, mind you. Usually right. they're not scripted, but this was scripted. Um, so I was going to be the sacrificial lamb for this character that fell out of graces with this uh, group called the Kin of the Shadow Phoenix, and they run the Thizrini Arena in Reaper's March. And we were going to do a battle to the death, and the winner got a spot in the guild. So um, I just brought Cairo down there, and I kind of lost on purpose, basically. But we RP'd out some combat, because there's no dueling yet, so we had to RP that out. And I basically transformed into a werewolf, because uh, he does have that trait. And I attacked the arbitrator, and... That didn't go too well because my opponent also was a werewolf. And you see, proceeded- you see what he's not telling you is that Cairo is a is a skooma dealer. I want to leave that out. <laughs> <laughs> and that he came to eliminate his competition, who was the arbitrator. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. and um, uh-huh. the plot thickens. And so when he picked a fight, um. What my character walks into at the end is they're just like arrows flying everywhere. Two werewolves are fighting. People are like bleeding on the ground. As my character walks into these stands, because we've managed to actually figure out a way to get into those arenas. They get closed off after you finish the quest. Um, just Cairo's on the ground and the other guy just sticks his hand to his chest and rips his heart out and eats it in front of him as he uh, just bleeds out. And then he proceeds to rip off my head. <laughs> 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 I just I just want to say, um, you guys are getting a lot of support in in the chat room right now. There's a lot of people just throwing in their own their own personal role playing. You know, various in the chat room saying, "I remember using graph paper way back in 1982." Uh, various is actually in our DC RP. I kind of noticed that from the, what has been saying in chat. <laughs> and hey, I use graph paper when I DM my Exalted game. I know how old you are. It's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Liz, Rob, I mean, any any questions that uh, you guys have? You want to weigh in with anything, Rob? Well, I mean, I've, I've I've played on RP servers before with uh, with other games, um, but really nothing like to this extent. And you you mentioned before. Uh, tavern RP, where I, I think everybody is ha, has experienced uh, the, the the tavern RP uh, players in uh, in ESO um, with the purple text. Uh, but what? <laughs> yeah. I, I I I don't I've never even used the whatever the, whatever that purple text is. Yeah, um, that's an emote that signifies. So, like, say if someone has purple text, they would basically be like. I walked up to um, walked slowly up to Rage Philosophy, and threw down my mug of mead. Quotation says his line. End quotation. So that signifies an action before he does it. Yeah, there are essentially two things. Um, well, hold, emotes, hold on, Mario. I don't. I mean, I don't mean to interrupt, but um, this might be a fun little game for the chat room. Um, Knight, would you mind just typing that what exactly what you just said in the chat room, and then um, the chat room? I want you guys to fill in. What's said to to Rob after the meat has been has been slammed down? Oh, Fill in the quotes. criminal scum. Um, this ought to be good. If you don't mind, Knight, and then and then Morial, I really apologize for uh, for interrupting no, you, but please continue. Um, 
So essentially in RPing, um, you may know this when you've been done options for your chat box, if you want to cut out, say, an emote, that there's say, uh, which is slash s, and emote, which is slash me, or slash e. Um, and what it is, is in the emote, you can do something like, um, usually you'd write like, you know, walks up to the table and does this sort of thing. And what it comes out is that it has the, your character's name. So my character is Moriel the Serpent. It says Moriel the Serpent walks up to the table and, you know, does the thing. And usually right. that, that's how we end up describing sort of what's going on. Um, usually... Um, if you have an event that's pre-planned out, the person who's kind of like DMing the event or being the, the game master, the dungeon master, um, will have a couple lines they've already written up to describe what's going on and everything. Um, and it's up to like the people to, to react to it. And sometimes you have things that are scripted. Sometimes you have things that are not scripted at all. Um such as, you know, walking into having people murdered in front of you. Um, that is not the only time that has happened to my character. Um, it's a running gag that my character literally walks in just as all the horrible things, all like the horrible, most horrifically tragic things happen. It's like, hey guys, how are you? Oh, why is this going on? Now, is that a, is that a character trait that you've, you've built into his story that for some reason he's, you know, she, he's... no. She just has the worst she. luck, and some for some reason, I, I always end up somehow getting on just as all these things happen. And so my character either shows up, you know, just in the nick of time to fix things, or comes to watch people, you know, get almost murdered. Uh, just to catch up with the chat room, uh, some of the comments that we've gotten so far uh, after after night approaches Rob. Uh, he knight skulks towards Rob with a heavy hand, slams the mug of frothing mead on the table, and says, from the Mav show, Damn you, vile wench, this is preposterous. <laughs> from from Tin, Tim T. Wig says, Test this, that I might have a flagon with the ambassadors. You have to say it like a Nord, because it's like, Test this, that I might have a flagon with the ambassadors. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me bring my uh, chat room a little closer over here. <laughs> uh, also, oh we've got another another submission. Uh, hmm, well, seems it's poisonous. Treason! <laughs> oh, God, Liz is... <laughs> All right, Liz, wait, now, now, Liz, you have to read this. What? Yeah, you have to tell me. You gotta, you gotta say this on the show. Oh, so this was my reaction to the original one. Do I have to read the emote and everything? Yeah, do do the emotes too. Okay, Liz smacks Rob. You told me you knew what you were doing. As I point to my baby bump. <laughs> uh, from, from should have gone to the Mages Guild for a contraceptive. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So, um, this little exercise displaying role playing—it's—it's it's fun, you know. It's—it's uh, a—it's a way to to break out of out of the norm, you know. Everyone's saying uh, we need we need more quests, we need more updates, we need more uh, this and that. Role playing needs this. We need stamina needs needs buffing. Uh, this needs nerfing. 
there's things that you can do in the game, like role playing. Yeah. That mm-hmm. that hey, you know what? It's it's fun and it's not necessarily content. And I'm not saying that role playing needs to, you know, take uh, take precedence over over Your any cat? of that oh. over my cat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, wa- I, he wants. Do you want to add to that? With roleplay, you can actually add your own context. Like you said, we need more quests. Literally, when you roleplay, you make your own quests. You may not get loot or level up, but you're questing. Yeah, it's really interesting you you bring up these specific points because in the previous RP guild that I was in, uh, we had a guy who had, he was, you know, this Vet 12, um, he was like a little before Update 3. He was this Vet 12 who had basically, he, former Emperor, had been just doing all this PvP stuff. Like, maxed out, running all this stuff, and he was bored with the game. And so he came to us, he's like, well, I just want to RP or something, because I, I, don't, I don't know much about it. And he ended up having a lot of fun, because it's like, you get to create your own storylines, mainly in ways that, like, you may not have liked the way they did a thing in the game... And so maybe you say, well, you, for all married dominion, I, I was kind of disappointed that the Black Sack Rebellion that you handled in Grotwood was not like the big deal it should have been. And so, like, I was been thinking of making something like a, a like Bosmer terrorist character, basically. Bosmer terrorist character. Yeah, well, if you remember the Black Sack Rebellion, is none that they hated the king. Yeah, and so you're in Cormount, and they're just like this guy's completely spitting on all of our cultural beliefs. And so I was like, well, maybe we should just make a casual group of people that goes around and just fight the re- for the resistance against the Dominion as a part of we're Dominion players, but yeah. Hmm. So, how does one get involved in? the role-playing community talk to people um there's a couple yeah. of different ways well, is there a secret code i mean no <laughs> no i mean the way i got into it literally in eso i was not i was strictly mechanics playing at that time with my buddy and i ran across a couple of moriel's guildmates rp and i was like and i just started rp with them and they got me into the guild and i haven't stopped rp in eso since Wow. Yeah, usually we actually we had a guy join our pirate guild um, just like two and a half weeks ago or so. Um, and he literally is because he saw us around Stross Mackay plot planning our heist that we pulled last week. And um, he, he just whispered me, he says, hey, you want to I like I saw what you're doing and it sounded cool. Can I join? I was like, yeah. Um, other than that, there are community things like TSORP, um, which is an engine-based website, uh, which is a RP community hub. And once you find the people in there who can get you connected, they'll connect you to the guilds in game where you can just talk to people and just join up whatever. All right, Moriel, you, you said you've been you've been role-playing for, for 13 years, right? Yep, ever since I was a little weeaboo. A little, a little, a lad, a small lad with his, his beads Small on child. 
What um, and I'm going to ask you this, and and this is obviously going to be you know v- very much through through the lens of your perception. And then we'll ask Knight. What makes Elder Scrolls Online's RP community different than any others, if it does at all? That that's actually a really interesting thing to ask, because what makes them different is I I, I RP'd in WoW for a little bit, and WoW's RP community was. From what I saw on the few ser- RP servers I was on, is kind of very clannish. Very, um, you didn't have the level of communication that you did that we do in this game, and the the devs and the the people making the game were not as didn't didn't understand the importance, I guess, of RPing was to to other people, because you know, ES ESO is based on Elder Scrolls, which is a long running. Uh, RPG, yeah, and it's people make characters whether they realize they're doing it or not. They they RP their character in the game, and so a lot there's this huge community of people that like love the game, and and I've never seen the like developer uh, involvement that we have in this game. Like never. Usually they they'll throw us a bone in other games like every two years. Or something ridiculous like that, but here it's you know I was on ESO, I was listening to the ESO live live stream, and they actually were bringing up some RP events as community events. Yeah, that we put together. Like I knew the people that were running all of these events. Yeah, like some of these people are like actually like personal friends of mine. I was like, well, that's actually really cool. Um, but what really makes the the community's different. The like most of these are built around these like OC guilds. OC is out of character. Okay. Uh, IC is in character. We we abbreviate because we're lazy. Right. Um, <laughs> well, we all do. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like when you abbreviate PvP player versus players. PvP. Right. And, and DPS. Yeah. Yeah. I, I getcha. So with in this community, it's very different between the different factions, which I've always found really interesting. Like in the Ebonheart pack, you have a a couple of groups that are really, really organized. Like there are guilds for the six great houses of the, the, the Dunmer, or I think it's the six or the five. I can't remember which ones. And, and they're all highly organized. And we have some other groups in there that are, organized in character and like Daggerfall Covenant has something called the Pride of the Covenant which is a bunch of you know guild leaders get together uh, but like in the Altmary Dominion doesn't have that where it's everything it's, it's kind of a bunch of specialist guilds they all kind of do different things that may or may not sometimes work together right and it's just interesting to see that like you have you don't have the cross-factional RP a whole lot um but it's it's just an it's interesting to see like how just varied this is over the different factions and different communities. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like uh, there's communities within communities. Um, so so Knight, uh, how how does the Elder Scrolls Online RP community differ from any others that you've you've been involved with? Um, I want to go with just like the ease that you can slip into RP and Elder Scrolls, I think is more powerful than other games just because you have this world that they build for you. 
and it's so like realistic looking. I mean, not realistic in a sense that, um, that you know that there's giant mushrooms, but it's just the graphics play a large role for me as far as immersion goes. And like, I tried to RP in Guild Wars too, and it was kind of cartoony. I couldn't really get into my character because I don't see myself as a cartoony character. I just can't do it. And I don't even know how Moriel, I mean, there's probably, there's a way to do it, but I don't know how one could RP a cartoon character, um, personally for myself, but yeah, I, I think it's just a little immersion that they offer you. I think that's what makes it different. All right. Uh, Liz, you got any questions for our guests? Well, funny you should ask because, um, I was just typing that in the Skype chat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. Okay. I, I read so it. I, up. <laughs> <laughs> there there so, goes the yeah, curtain. I'm calling out. There's no hiding behind the scenes or anything here. Apparently not. <laughs> so you guys were talking about how everybody RPs a little bit. And I, even though in this game I know I don't, I still kind of do. If Arwen has pointed this out, you know, because every single character I've ever made since 1989 looks like Ariel the Little Mermaid. And I always play um, the nice character. I can't be bad. Now, my first question is how many people in this community, because you were talking about how people would write up what their character's background is and whatnot. How many of those are the same? Like Mary Sue kind? Oh, more than I would like there to be. I'm sure there is. And I know if if I were part of it, I would do the same thing. We got Mary Sue in our guild, but I'm not going to mention I'm not going to talk about that. I might as well call my character Mary Sue. Um... (laughs) Essentially, Mary Sue is just kind of a very badly written character, and well, there's there's a lot of those. Well, from what I understand, it's somebody that they can do no wrong. Um, you know, they they're the uh, oh Good my god, it is my character. Everyone loves them. Yes, everybody loves them and everything, and that's how people should treat me, by the way, in game. And <laughs> no, I'm just messing. <laughs> <laughs> and it honestly just sort of depends on what group you're in. I know some groups would literally just be like, well, if you're going to do that, this isn't the place for you. And would kind of kick you out for that. And other people, it's, you know, I mean, there are some guilds, like I'll mention Blue Skuma in um, Old Mary Domain, who are so large that they have time to do um, RP training sessions where they, you know, they kind of like teach you how to RP. Wow. Um, now, is it a little bit like, I'm sorry to interrupt, but is it a little ahead. bit like improv theater? I've done that before, and I know how it is to depend on other people's imaginations. Um, is it a little bit like that? Yeah. 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 Definitely. Sometimes you have a script, sometimes you don't. Well, we really make a big point to say you got to keep what's out of character away from what's in character. Because, you know, there are some people who get really, really into their character to mm-hmm. the point where the character in them, there's not a line. And so, you know, they'll get, they can get oh, really that's angry if, scary. Yeah, if but... people do that. But, um,. Seriously, but I mean, I would be afraid that if if I were to do something, somebody else would be like, ah, that's stupid, you know? And so I would feel like you guys are heroes in my mind <laughs> to be able to do this. Aw. Well, I mean, like, I, I think it's like what Various said in the chat, that when you're all doing this together, you don't feel weird about it. No. It's just like when you're skinny dipping with a bunch of strangers. It just doesn't feel weird. <laughs> so that's a very specific <laughs> example. <laughs> I think I'm in love with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Rob, any any other any other questions? Uh, no, I I got nothing. You know, I mean, I 
you know, you, you made the comment before that you know everybody I think who plays a game like this role plays a little bit. You know, I I myself I don't necessarily get involved in big RP communities like this, but I'll admit that uh, just about every character that I've made, um, I, I I I always like to play kind of kind of like that shady character. Uh, so so whenever. But whenever, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Whenever the game gives me an option to do something um, a little bit devious for the benefit of uh, of my own character over what is right, um, you know, spoiler, alert, you know, spoiler alert, Mage's Guild, uh, you know which one I go for. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just. That's just how I play. I've done it in Skyrim. I've done it in, um, I've done it in ESO. I've done it in Swotor. Just, I know you've done oh, it in Dragon Age. You admitted I, that the other day. Yeah, I've, I've <laughs> done it in Dragon Age because you know I I don't like to play that goody two shoes type character. Why not? Uh, be I just you know because I kind of picture like my personal self like me rob is a goody two-shoes i do the right thing all the time <laughs> i can i consider myself a person of of high morals so whenever i go do a game like this it's like sometimes i want to do something that's not gonna put me behind bars you know so <laughs> uh you know it's that, that, that that's that that's kind of where i get the uh that's kind of where, where you know my fantasy really you know takes hold. You know, I can do something in in a video game like this and get away with it, not have to worry about you know the police coming kicking down my door for you know killing somebody because it's just ones and zeros. You yeah. know, anybody that hmm. kind of I, I I would even go so far as to say that that somebody who who plays Grand Theft Auto and and does that type of stuff. They're they're role playing a little bit. Oh, Just yeah. maybe, I hope so. Maybe, well, yes. You know, if they're actually going out on the street and doing it, then they've they've gone overboard. Then they're a criminal. Uh, and then they're a criminal. <laughs> you know. Then we come but, and get you. It's not it's not nice to steal cars and and beat up ladies of easy virtue. Right. You know. Um, <laughs> easy virtue. <laughs> you know, oh, I, I, a lady I, of questionable repute. Exactly. <laughs> That's you know, what I want to role play as. <laughs> I I really don't recommend uh, going around your neighborhood, sneaking into everybody's house, and stealing everything that they have, and then taking it back to your house like a hoarder. I don't recommend doing that. <laughs> but they're just uh, NPCs, right? You know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, th- that's how that's how I play. Uh, the last time that I even was in any type of role playing community was Star Wars Galaxies. Um, but the the sandbox MMO that that was, I think, allowed for a little bit more of that. Um, and uh, to be honest, I, I haven't seen any type of act, you know RP type community activity uh, that I'm seeing in ESO since uh, I played in Star Wars Galaxies back in 2005. So it's been that long since I've seen anything of this caliber. So wait, what year is it now? Uh, 2014. 2014. Yeah, 2014. So 
muscle yeah. uh, Musclehead in the chat room is saying, I play similarly to Rob. I tend to fall on the darker side of the gray line. What do you think of this, of Arwen? Um, I, I think, I, th- I think, uh, I think role playing allows allows a person to to explore sides of their character that that um, uh, social framework in society does not allow us to explore. It gives us a sandbox, a playground, for us to go out there and and um, take take that frustrating day. And let it out. You know, there's that person that, you know, oh, man, just, you know, if I have to deal with this guy one more time, I, I feel like killing him. But, of course, you're not going to kill that person. But, you know what? Maybe maybe you you uh, you take that frustration out by... by maybe uh, a mud crab deserves to die. I right, exactly. Yeah, maybe maybe a digital mud crab deserves to die. All mud crabs must die. Yeah. <laughs> You know, um, we we all want to know what it's like to feel like a criminal without actually having any any but, sort of uh, e- um, impact on our on our personal lives, and that's why these things sort of exist in in these types of games. I think it's yeah. healthy, to yeah, be honest. I don't know about it's you very guys. Healthy. Yeah, <laughs> but I more so want to be criminal. You go next door and you see your buddy's pet iguana. He's looking mighty fine, but no, you can't do anything. You have to go to ESO, and you can hook up with an Argonian. Wow! And, and was, she she might raise you know, the, the spine of happiness. I'm, I'm in the live stream with you, and I, I start to see where a conversation is going, and then you just go completely in a different direction. Hey, at least I didn't touch on taxidermy this time. Oh my god! Good lord! <laughs> I love these guys. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, before before one of us erects the spine of vomiting, uh, <laughs> let's uh, uh, let us move on to the uh, the Elder Scrolls recap. Our our weekend game. And, of course, we just want to call out one more time that one of our sponsors for this show is Tweaked Audio. TweakedAudio.com. Quality earbuds and free worldwide shipping. Doesn't matter where in the world you live, folks. If you are Carmen San Diego and you're out there just moving from place to place to place, making uh, poor 12-year-old gamers from 1992 unable to find you, you can still get yourself a set of quality earbuds from tweakedaudio.com. All you have to do is just hop on Prodigy, Carmen. Just hop on Prodigy with your 386 IBM computer with Windows 3.1. No DOS for you, girl. No, no DOS. You've got a GUI environment, and you know how to use it. You'll be unlocking that unbeatable customer service. And yes, dear, a lifetime warranty. And you know what that's all about, because you've held on to that red coat for a ridiculously long time, well past its expiration date from the 80s. <laughs> Quality I'm the earbuds. Only one that's getting these references. <laughs> just for you. And, <laughs> and all you needed was the coat off the record, all one word, 30% off your order. Lifetime warranty, free worldwide shipping, unbeatable customer service, and you don't have to talk to anyone at a tavern to find Carmen San Diego for those prices. 
All at tweaked audio. Tweakedaudio.com. These youngins don't know what the heck you're talking about, man. I got the Carmen San Diego. <laughs> I, I <reference>. Okay. <laughs> I know about DOS. <laughs> I remember. Advertised it in C colon backslash Windows. Yeah. Oh, never done that. Yep. Let's ne- let's never program in Windows again. <laughs> Hey, train. I, I, could, um, I live right next to a train track, so sorry. <laughs> That's all right. That's not it's the first. Immersion. There you go. It's immersion. It's not the first pair of train tracks this, uh, this show has heard. That's for sure. Yeah, I was just thinking that, too. <laughs> hey, where's your cat? Your uh, cat should do one of the ads. No, he's, he's chilling over here on his, on his chair. He's hanging out, taking a nap. See, now I just imagine your cat just popping up and being like, this one would have a great deal for you. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Do you have any? Do you have any Khajiit that you uh, you role play? I just can't bring myself to RP Khajiit. Oh, Brago didn't hear that. Does it feel a little <laughs> dirty if you do that? I just no. I can't keep up with the this one and that one. I and think there's an add on. Isn't there an add on that does that for you? Yes. Yeah. They, <laughs> really? It, many yeah, moons. Um, yeah. This like the, one has traveled many moons to sell you these fine webs. Nice. Very good. I like that. Yeah, I'd probably smack you if I were RPing with you. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, my my favorite line in ESO is actually spoken by Khajiit. Um, and I, I, I've i already played through the AD uh, storyline once. I don't know how I missed it, but it's uh, th- there's a quest where uh, Rajumdar assumes the uh, appearance of of Queen Irene. Oh, that. <laughs> You naughty and, boy. And, and the line that, that he says is something along the lines of, I'm not sure if the illusion took hold everywhere. Perhaps I should check in private. I stopped for a second. Like, oh, my God. Did they just, yeah, they did. <laughs> they went there. Arzendar was one of the best NPCs in this game. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I'm telling you, he is Puss in Boots. I love Puss in Boots. I don't know if I love Rosendar, though. Eh, he's close. You are Catastrophe, and you are Redonkulous. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice bold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob. Um, you were, uh, you, you've been in, in ESO this week. Uh, you've, been, you've been playing uh, Little Progress, Little Dark Elf, Little um, Rage of the Week. What you got for you- us this week? All right, so my sorcerer, my Old Mary sorcerer, uh, just hit uh, is now I think VR three, oh. um, and is sitting right right smack in the middle of uh, of uh, Deshaun. So after last week, we had uh, Deltia, aka Jake, on here. He made some sort of comment about uh, Dark Elf Dragon Knights um, being really really awesome. So. I thought to myself, I, I, I actually have uh, an Old Mary Dominion faction's uh, Dark Elf Dragon Knight that's been sitting in my uh, my character screen for a while. And it was level six because I got through Canarthi's Roost, and as soon as I was in Vocal Guard, like hey, okay, I'm gonna go do something else. So I decided to pull this character out um, and make it a Fire Staff and Resto Staff character using five light, two heavy, 
And this character is a beast, an absolute beast. Uh, I had so much fun playing this character that Friday of last week, when I first started playing it again, it was level six. I just hit 40 today. Wow. Um, and uh, fun. Also, also, just on a whim, um, I saw somebody was offering a free vampire bite. So I said, hey, I'll, I'll do it. So I made a vampire as well. Um, this character is freaking awesome. An absolute, just complete lunatic. Um, uses a lot of AoE, uh, but the actual main um, weapon is that Resto Staff. And the reason is, is because it can gain Magicka back so fast. It is ridiculous. Um, just I, I love a, it. Oh, the Resto Staff is quickly becoming uh, my second favorite uh, weapon in the game, just behind two-handed. Yeah. The Resto so, Staff can be very unfair. Yes. Just like... Mm. Yeah. But, uh, so that's what I've been doing. Um, and the character is now just about to start doing um, Reaper's March. So I may be asking uh, somebody in uh, the guilds if they want to do Vile Mance uh, sometime here in the near future. I don't think I've ever done it. I'll do that. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll run you guys that. through it. Is, uh, I, 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 I remember... What's the story that you're going to put us through? Well, actually, one our guild leader kind of um, her house. That's her house. What, what, uh, what? You see, in the Vile Mance, there's an entire like house that just oh, sits yeah, on yeah. top of the dungeon, and yeah. a couple guilds use that as their base of operations. Really? Because I thought they all used that area in Reaper's March. When he mentioned Reaper's March, I thought of it. That's where everybody stands around and does stuff, right? Wait, where the Vile Mance? Uh, no, in Reaper's... Oh, the marketplace in Reaper's March. Uh, like Rocka? Right. Yeah, That's the only off. time I ever see any kind of RP going on. Unless I'm walking up to somebody that is talking to somebody else when they're shouting yell instead of whisper. That's yeah. a creepy-ass house. Yeah. That, well, I mean, that's awesome house, though. Well, she's a vampire, so... Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, I, I, how did, I was going to you know ask if, if there's some sort of um, you know vampire or maybe werewolf type. But... It came fully furnished. <laughs> it did. <laughs> a dungeon and everything. Oh, the Halloween party for Akatosh is at the Vile Mance. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. I forgot to mention that. So that'll be uh, next Friday, Halloween night at, I think, 8 p.m. Eastern time. So oh, Java. I hope they play Thriller in the background. That would be so, awesome. Oh, Java, if I'm incorrect, please uh, please correct me. But, uh, but yeah, like, I, you know, Raw Caw is... Um, I I had Jake help me get that way shrine because oh yeah that is like the best like place to run errands ever. Yes, it is. Everything it is laid is out so, perfectly. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it, it is really is, so and I don't cool. understand why they didn't make anything else in that game. I remember getting chewed out by one of the uh, of a guild member saying because I said, "Man, these things are." I'm trying to do this, and I'm trying to do this. I want to, you know, do some smithing. I want to do some enchanting and i have to run all over the place and then i have to go to the bank because i get maps from this and i got chewed out because i said that and and, but everybody else feels the same way because everybody is in that one place in reaper's march or at least on the ad faction i remember the second uh guild traders came out 
it just exploded in population. There used to be no oh, one there. Okay. Mm. I, mean, I mean, I know... No, sorry, sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, like, if you play over in uh, EP, they had to move the uh, Way Shrine and Mournhold to, like, yeah. at the marketplace because it was yes. so far away. Yes, I mean, like, everything in Mournhold, but with the exception of the bank, everything in Mournhold is right there. Um, where Rolka actually has that bank in that that closed in area, mm-hmm. um, so I've seen a lot more activity on uh, or, or within Mornhold since they moved that way shrine. But before that, everybody was saying Riften was the place to be, and when I got there, I really wasn't impressed. You know, but but that's me. So um, I'm actually going to post this uh, in information in the chat room. Uh, sorry to to interrupt. This is the information. On the ESOTR Akatosh uh, Halloween party. Friday, October 31st, it begins 8 p.m. Eastern inside the Vile of Mance in Reaper's March. There will be an escort for anyone with a low level tune from uh, Fort Grimwatch Way Shrine. Porting to a player will be available as well. Oh, that's so cute! Figured out a escort. You're like your little kid. Can we go trick or treating? Can we play Bloody Mary and all that stuff? Make sure you bring a flashlight. Yeah, okay. if you just port to the if you're in a group with uh, someone who's already in the biomance, just port to them and it'll immediately put you in the biomance. Ooh, yeah, that's good to know. They'll also be holding an auction during the party for guild. Cool. Uh, I'm also putting in a calendar of events uh, as well. This is uh, coming from deltiasgaming.com. Uh, calendar of events for ESOTR, Akatosh, and Hard Contact, his guild as well. So, so please check that out. Um, I got to get this information over to our site too. So, all right, um, Stuff. Rob, uh, anything, anything else? Well, it, it wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be a a, a playthrough <laughs> without without a Rage of the Week. Yes, yes. Oh, that's what I forgot to do today. I wanted to make the bumper for Rage of the Week. Yeah, man. What, what, what was that? What was that line I used last night? Uh, clown shoes, DKs off, killing tigers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? That's I don't awesome. know what it means, but it's awesome. Oh, last episode, he was all pissed oh. off at this this uh, dragon night. He was like, "Yeah, freaking clown shoes, DK. He was off killing tigers." <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm getting killed by a boss. <laughs> that that whole thing tickled me pink. I was laughing the entire episode over that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he, he had to have been farming mats in there because I uh, I took uh, my new character in there and he was he was in there again today. So was he? Yeah, that a guy? week over a week later he was still in there. So he oh. had to have been farming materials. Rob, so. he might be a bot. Oh, oh, that would be oh. better. Just get him. Yeah, but anyway, the rage of the uh, of the week for for me is is actually uh, more of a dunderhead move on uh, on myself. Um. When when you are upgrading your gear to a new tier, I, I mean, like when you oh, go no. when you go from iron to steel to uh, dwarven or or calcum to ebony, whatever, there there are level limits. It usually starts at you know level six or whatever up to uh, and goes until four of the next one. So sixteen to twenty four, and then twenty six to thirty four, so on and so forth. Make Sure that here it comes <laughs> that if you take all the gear off 
to break down so you can you know possibly get all that <laughs> stuff before. Make sure that your character is actually 36 and not 34 before running out and making level 36 gear, only to send it over and realize you can't freaking equip it, and you got to jump back on your alt and make an entire new set of gear that you just broke down um, to, to, to get materials for. So you poor man, I've done this, but oh I, my god, my, we're laughing because we've I, done it. <laughs> my heart reaches out I, to you. I, yeah, a, a couple weeks back, I said god. that item saver is foolproof. It is <laughs> not. It is not idiot proof. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I, I, I turned level thirty four, and for some reason, I, I just had a brain fart and said, "All right, level thirty four, I can equip like." Dwarven now, mm-hmm. and so I send all of my Orichalcum stuff over to my crafter, break it down to get the materials, make a whole new set of Dwarven, send it over, and I can't equip it at all. <laughs> After I'd run out to two crafting stations to get the set bonuses that I want, yeah, I, I, I was I was upset. I was pretty mad. So, <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a, definitely a derpy moment. But uh, you do know yeah. that we have people in the guild that would make you that on the fly you wouldn't even have to log out that's all good I and they mean, would if, do it gladly if, if, if i can do it myself i'm not going to ask anybody else to do it you know oh, yeah that's true i wouldn't either. but you know but yeah yeah t- uh, tim twig 81 in the chat room says self-inflicted no pity i don't want your pity pal <laughs> oh. Good. Good. That was a little scary the way you said that. Well, uh, what about um, what about Knight and then Moriel? What uh, what have you guys been doing in in game this week? This week, um, do you want to hear RP story or whatever like, you think doing is stuff interesting? In game? Yeah, whatever. I mean, this is the RP show, so whatever you think is interesting for us to uh, for the listeners to hear. Well, I think like last Saturday, I think it was uh, we. Um, our RP guild on DC, the Redwater Buccaneers, uh, we went in on our first heist and left a trail of death and destruction all the way till we got to Glenumbra. Oh, my. Um, so what happened is that our group was missing a ship. Um, and our ship had basically been sank before we got all the crew together. And we were like, well, we need to go get one. And it's, but this one's heavily guarded. And the story that we said is that on Stros Makad, there, there's like the spearhead, you know? It's, it's what you do, what you go in for the, all the quests. And we said that, well, we'll just, pre- at this point, everyone has in the story that Hedman Bosek gets, you know, thrown in prison. And so we said, well, logically, King Baharaja is going to send some people to go make sure that there's no, like, complete lawlessness there. And like, yeah, you know, a week or so beforehand, I posted this rumor. There's actually a rumor <laughs> thread where people can post rumors oh, yeah. uh, that other people can overhear, essentially, like stuff you'd hear in a tavern over on TSRP. I'd say, yeah, yeah, there were some dignitaries they sent. They're going to fix everything. So what our guild did is go, well, that's a, it's a nice ship you got there. Be a shame if something happened to it. Uh-oh. Um. So there was some wine being brought to this party. They gather these these ambassadors and all these other people there. And we break our, our group of six or eight, I think like seven people up into two groups, one group of three and one group of four. The group of four goes over to the people delivering the wine, get, takes care of them, and dress ourselves up as, the, as them and go to deliver the wine after we pour a horribly deadly poison in it. 
we managed to sort of bluff our way into the party and convince them that we are, in fact, the people who are delivering the wine, and we hand it off. Uh-huh. While this is going on, the other group, led by Knight's Knight's character, Decanius, uh, has stormed into the guard outpost, kills everyone inside, storms back over to the lighthouse, gets in a duel with these uh, like two swordsmasters, um, talks down the boss so he won't fight them, and breaks the lighthouse. We meet up outside of the ship and storm the decks, just essentially casually setting the docks on fire and walking up into the ship. We, we get rid of everyone, take over the ship, and at this point, we, have, we essentially leave uh, Stros Mackay, having poisoned all these important dignitaries and making sure no one can follow us, while pinning the blame on the other dignitaries that were there so that no one knew it was us. Hmm. Okay. How did all of this uh, end up? Like what happened after this? Well, I mean, you know, did, did was it a good night? Did did uh did all all ends come together? Evolve, not every story needs to have a, a certain ending. You could form <laughs> your own in your head. It okay. had a pretty good ending of we were setting sail off of Stros Mackay, sort of a new beginning for the guild. Huzzah! Yeah. It was more Aww. like it. the ending was a, the beginning for us, really. Yeah, because this is a relatively new guild that's getting together. Because we noticed there are like no criminal guilds really in DC. There aren't like sort of like vampire guilds or werewolf guilds or something like that. Mm. And so we're the kind of the goal of that guild is getting a um, criminal syndicate across DC going. So we're setting up a smuggling ring in Glen Umbra and. Wow. Stuff like that. So you guys are really looking forward to the justice system, I'm sure, because that would oh, play yes. in very well. Definitely. It's going to be interesting because Haloran, who used to be on our show, is a member of a vigilante guild. And he has like promised swift retribution upon our guild for some, for some <laughs> things that we are going to end up pulling. Um, oh, well, don't let him know. Oh, of course. Yeah, what if you were doing that and somebody could just read on what you're doing and it's not a surprise or anything? Well, see, that's what all the fire traps that we've put in the, sm- in the small village houses and the hostages we've stuck inside are for. <laughs> <laughs> we are quite evil. This, this is actually a scene I've, I've talked to him about is that he has a vigilante guild. We're a bunch of pirates. And so we're a really evil guild. And so his guild's going to show up when we're going to try to burn down North Salt Village. And they're like, Karnas on the, on the docks. And my character is just going to go, well, you could fight us. But if you fight us, all of these people that we've uh, tied up and uh, left in these burning houses will die. And they're going to be like, what burning houses? I'm going to slam my staff on the ground. And all the houses are going to catch on fire suddenly. That uh, is lovely. Can they? Uh, some some people in the chat room are asking where can they how how can they join you guys? Um, I'm putting the the website op cast dot com in there. Uh, is there any other link that you'd like me to put in the chat room for you guys? Oh, so if people yeah. want to join you, Morrell, could you shoot um, Varwin the uh, Redwater Buccaneers site? Yeah, I just put that uh, link in in Skype. There. Yeah, that okay. that opcast.com, um, is really it's like our hub for our media content okay yeah that's like where we keep our tutorials um our podcasts and our past streams yeah 
Okay, this is the Redwater Buccaneers website, and this is where you can you can join them uh, for some uh, role playing. Did That's I read right. something about uh, extra life with you guys? Yes, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, we are going to be streaming at starting at nine a.m. Uh, the twenty fifth. We're going to be streaming with the TSO RP. Um, the, the website, the, the RP Hub, has a group going for extra life, and uh, myself, Moriel. The Human Floyd in the Mav show are going to be streaming for a full 24 hours of just madness. I'm going to stick a few games, maybe play some Outlast, some Daylight, some <laughs> Civ Five, the Beyond Earth new one, um, definitely I've, some Elder Scrolls. I promise Human Floyd will have an RP event for the Redwater Buccaneers that day. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can I be one of the victims or something? You we are looking. We are looking for people to mug. Liz just wants to get tied up and held hostage. I do. I kind of do. Uh, <laughs> the Kenyans will tie you up. Definitely. <laughs> Look, you don't. You don't want his. That's burn. at D. <laughs> Listen, he is like a half burnt piece of toast. You do not want. Yeah, him. he is gorgeous on his left side, though. Is he gorgeous on the inside? If by gorgeous you mean not, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, anything else? Anything else? We uh, we do we do need to be moving. I think that's the uh, the twenty minute uh, warning right there. So no. All right, um, Knight. I don't know if we got your your uh, your your weekend game. Oh no, we didn't. Um, my weekend game. Okay, so Cairo died. That was a really big event for me because he was my main RP character and put him in the grave. Do you stop um, playing him in the game completely when that happens? Yes. Oh, wow. Did you delete is, the character? Um, Not until I remove all his objects off him and his money because he has like 15,000 gold that I don't Brave want to just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> all right, okay. See, if but, Martin will bury him for you because he'll send you down the river with a bunch of flowers on your chest. Yeah, only if she's a Nord girl. <laughs> no, I, I only play male characters because um, when I RP, and some people play female characters, but I just can't get in the mindset of a female. So I don't generally play female character just because I can't see myself as a woman. <laughs> so um, they're always male. And he's an Altmer. Kyra was a very, very tall, handsome Altmer. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. No, I'm not. But yeah, that that was basically it. Um, my week has been editing shows for the podcast, uh, a little bit of ESO here and there. Oh, I hear that. Um, yeah, my yeah. I, I don't. Know, I I barely have a weekend game at all. That I mean, my my t- day to play was going to be tomorrow. So. You know. Yeah, I feel that's it. why it's we like, have rage because he plays. <laughs> yeah, well, like, see, for me, like half the fun sometimes of being involved with the gaming community is doing stuff out of the game for the community. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. That's uh, it's why we do what we do. It's it's a labor of love. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on. This weekend in Tamrielic holidays, Rob. Frostfall, the the 23rd. On the 23rd of Frostfall, in the 121st year of the First Era, the Empress 
Uh, Kintyra Septum II met her death in the Imperial Dungeons in Glenpoint on the orders of her cousin and usurper Uriel III. Her death is remembered in Glenpoint as the day called Broken Diamonds. It is a day of silent prayer for the wisdom and benevolence of the Imperial family of Tamriel. Now, on our show notes, we have uh, we have a note that was put here by Moriel. States this holiday didn't come into existence until the third area uh, era. Uh, note that Empress Kintria uh, is a septum, and uh, uh, Tiber septum wasn't around until was it the end of the uh, second era. Yeah, we. Uh, I only know this because we were looking up to do an event for this, and I was like, "Wait, why is there a septum in the first era? That don't make no sense." And it's actually a typo from uh, both the wikis, actually. Is because I, I, I could understand that this is um, that that would make sense for the uh, for the third era, um, because you know, you know, speaking a little bit of lore here, wasn't the. Um, uh, the the events of Oblivion was the transition of the third era into the fourth era. Is that I, y- yes? Yeah, when Martin died. Right. When, right when, yeah, whatever. It's it's not spoilers. When Martin dies, um, that's when the fourth era begins. Right. So that that would make sense. So yeah, the um, you know, the note says first era, but the third era would make more sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, we should also uh, just say that you know the information does it does uh, come from the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages, and you know, like you said, it's it's a it's a simple typo, but there it is. You know, today is broken diamonds. So celebrate the death of the emperor that hasn't actually been born yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, your emails right after this. I've been looking for you. Got oh. something I'm supposed to deliver. Ah, Your hands only. Oh god, he's so scared. Jesus. Why do you find him scary? I find it kind of sexy. Because he always wants to come up and give you something. He wants when to you're... give me something. I like when, presents. But when you're in the middle of the fight, so it freezes everything around you. You uh, don't. You don't want to have that break in combat. You know. He doesn't bother me. It's because he plus, uh, <laughs> he stalks you and comes after you. And plus, like some versions of it, he's bugged out, so he's not wearing any clothes. He's just coming after you with a loincloth. <laughs> Where can I get one of these bugged versions? <laughs> Are you playing Rust? What is this? <laughs> well, this uh, this email comes from Omen Star, who says, "Hi, Varwin and crew. I was just li- listening to your latest podcast, and I'd like to comment on Deltia's rant concerning stamina builds." I'm a longtime listener of this podcast, as well as Tales of Tamriel, and I've heard Deltia make these observations before. Each time I hear, each time I hear it, I have to concede how real and serious the problem is, and I appreciate his extremely detailed technical analysis. However, in all of his proposed solutions, there's one thing I never hear him postulate on. So, like so many of your listeners, I totally agree that ESO is first and foremost an Elder Scrolls game. So why not look to other Elder Scrolls games where the stamina build works? I realize the MMO versus single-player mechanics and expectations don't provide for an apples-to-apples comparison between ESO and Skyrim, for example. But as a starting point, I think we can ask 
a useful question. Why are melee weapons and bows so awesome in Skyrim and Oblivion, yet so limiting and lackluster in ESO? My answer may be oversimplistic. Remember, I am a dirty casual. But I think it basically boils down to four things. Casting time, squishiness, the resource cost of most powerful spells, and a far greater need to actually aim your spell. He goes on to say, Rather than advocating for an additional resource pool, as Deltia recommends, what if light armor was considerably more squishy? What if enchantments and other armor alternatives never quite managed to make up the difference, widening the gaps between light, medium, and heavy armor? What if longer cast casting times were implemented on more of a Magicka-based powers? What if the Magicka cost for ba- best spells... The, I guess he's trying to say base spells. Uh, what if the magicka cost for the best spells were significantly higher? If you ran out of magicka, you'd have to resort to another weapon or run and hide, just like in Skyrim. What if aiming became more essential to, to a successful attack? What if sneaking was more difficult, yet more rewarding? And finally, what if the bow, and only the bow, was given the option of aiming for the headshot? Would, ne- would measures like these not lead to more balance between the, si- the spell slingers and the sword wielders? When I hear the developers are planning to make weapon attacks do more damage, I'm very happy because I think that would be the first step in the direction suggested by these thoughts and questions. I wonder if measures like these are eventually are their eventual intentions since they have stated that they're not interested in creating new additional resource pool as Deltia loves to rant about. As always, thanks for an awesome podcast, Omen Star. Uh, now, I've got my own my own answer here, but um, it was kind of a, a long email and, and uh, needfully so because there's there's a lot of information that he he's sort of uh, proposing. Um, but I'd I'd like to maybe throw this out to to uh, our hosts and and see if anyone has any answers for Omen Star on this. Okay, I, I will go ahead on this one, and it's surprising I'm actually trying to answer this, but. Um, I'm I'm not a, a ten year MMO person, but I can already see how this none of that could really work. I don't see how any of it could. I understand where you come from, but ha, can have you heard some of these trolls out here that get so upset over anything? Any kind of changes, any of these changes, a would cause an uproar. B would not be good in a non pausable game. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's yeah. a live game. I'm thinking about PvP. I'm also thinking about PvE as well. Um, I mean, I do prefer the bow and arrow in Skyrim because I can effectively sneak. I know that there's not someone out there actually trying to look for me. Like, I, I know Evarwin's not trying to sneak up behind me and say, boo, you know, so I can take my time. That's why the bow is not as good. I, I mean, can everybody agree that the bow is not as good as in this game? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not. Yeah, um, and it does have to do with time. I, I absolutely agree with you on that one. Um, and I think that's the only thing, because seriously, you need the time to do that. But anyway, go on. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> well, uh, what about Rob? Look, Looking at, at this list of possible suggestions, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of a way to say this without coming off as abrasive or harsh. Um... I, I, I love stamina builds. You know, I absolutely love stamina builds. So I, I can totally relate that this, um, 
th- th- this is a hot topic, but I can tell you that a lot of these suggestions, although they're well thought out, improving stamina builds by nerfing the light armor or the magic skills, all that is going to do is create a proverbial feces storm for this game. <laughs> um, but these questions do need to be asked because they, if you they, don't have questions like this, then you're not going to find a good solution oh, yeah. because you have right. to find something in the middle. I mean, you got right. to admit, Omen Star is is definitely thinking he, really hard and intelligently about about the problem at hand, and and I think he comes up with some some very good, um, some good suggestions um, if this were a single player game, right? You know, and and that's the thing. That when when they said that they were going to be making this, um, or you know, when they announced that they were going to be making ESO, um, the the question was how were they going to make this feel like Skyrim or an Elder Scrolls game? And the the, the true answer was is that they could not exactly make it feel that way. Uh, the playstyle is similar, but it's not going to be exact. And what I want to point out is. Uh, his last bullet here. What if the bow and only the bow was given the option of aiming for the headshots? This game does not have body targeted areas. They would have to, you know, add a completely different mechanic for that, which God knows how that could, you know, screw other things up. Yeah. Uh, and how ha- exploitable is that? Right. I was listening to the last show about Deltia. And I was thinking any kind of idea he had as well, I was going, that could be exploited, that could be exploited. So they always right. have to think about that as well. Right. No. So so if, they, if they're going to do it for the bow, but not the uh, not the staves, because I've I, I put plenty of arrows through some NPCs' heads in Skyrim, but I've also shot some ice spikes through some eye sockets too, <laughs> you know? Uh, Mario, you, you had a suggestion? I think I'd just like to point out that what both Deltia and many of the other um, people who who have these concerns bring up, that they bring up, don't consider is that there's this is a much different environment than say working with the Elder uh, original Elder Scrolls game. When you have there's this balance you you have to have with your spells that you don't have to have in Skyrim. If I shoot some sort of fireball at someone, it may not. Uh, like automatically stun them, like if say I crystal fragment somebody. Um, what the problem with a lot of the um, weapon builds is they don't have these utility abilities, like these stuns, these encase things with encasement where you're immobilized, or all these things that that the magic builds do have. Um, and really, by nerfing the magic builds, you don't fix the problems that are inherent in the stamina builds. You just make everyone bad. Yeah, and you also got to think about what that's going to do to uh, to the encounters that already exist in the game as well. Um, Knight, we got a couple of minutes. You uh, you want to weigh in on this? Oh man, I am <laughs> not a mechanics player. I mean, my highest character I ever got was like thirty nine. Okay, I am like strictly RP. No, no problem at all, man. That's uh, awesome. I think I think we've uh, we've hit the nail on the head with this. Uh, you know, nerfing Magicka-based characters is uh, a terrible idea. And the reason why is, well, there's there's many, many reasons why. Um, 
the, not the least of which is the 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 design uh, choice. <laughs> Uh, philosophy, I should say, the design philosophy at Zenimax is to not nerf, but rather bring up the the weak, um, not bring people down. So that's that's number one. Um, another one, of course, like I called out earlier, was was encounters. Uh, if you start if you start nerfing everyone across the board, naturally without even touching them, encounters become that much more difficult. Mm-hmm. And you know. Um, Damage if if damage isn't coming from stamina based builds, it's got to come from somewhere. And and if you nerf Magicka builds to bring their effectiveness down to the effectiveness that already exists for stamina builds, now no one's effective, and that means your encounters are are um, unpassably difficult, and that's frustrating for everyone because the game is broken. Then um, that's just one tiny little little thing as well and, and the ripple effect uh, extends further of course you could say the game is broken and then there are going to be people saying yeah well you should just play better <laughs> there, there's always there's always going to be those people yeah if so you, you can't, can't win either way if so. you can't no, there's you your can't, lesson uh, emailer you can't win anyway <laughs> if, you, if you can't do damage um to to a boss then you know it, it, enough if you can't do enough damage to a, a boss before it has a chance to kill you then, which is what this would probably do. Um, then, yeah, sure. That there's no playing better in that situation. It's just you're, if, you're fighting. If I a have a magic based DPS and I have them in my group, in say, what is it? Um, not Crypt of Hearts. Uh, in some in some of the the dungeons, we have bosses with soft enrage timers or hard enrage timers. If you don't kill this boss within a certain amount yeah. of time, you're gonna die. And if you nerf them, it's going to be bad. Yeah. And it makes an unpassable encounter. All right. Well, um, this was a phenomenal episode. Uh, huge thanks to to the uh, the gentleman at ESORP Podcast, Night's Night and Moriel. Thank uh, you. You guys are fantastic guests. Uh, I'm looking forward to having you on the show again at some point. That'd be awesome. But a lot yeah. of fun. Uh as we move the show out, we just want to remind all of our listeners, please be sure to listen to all of our other great shows like Warcraft Off the Record that records live Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern and Rift Reforged records live Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. However, next week they're going to go uh, Saturday, I believe. They're, they're recording on Saturday. And, and be sure to follow at Rift Reforged on Twitter uh, for an exact time and, and day. Uh Dragon Age Off the Record is a studio recorded podcast and available for download each week. Our our wonderful Mistress LeBeau is is on that show with uh with Road from uh Tisocast. And That's me. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's you. That's totally you. You're, we're not picking up on the cue. I almost had to move on. Uh when's the next episode of Dragon Age Off the Record coming out? Oh my god. Oh, that's in its own time. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I may be editing it on the plane. Oh, that's right. Yeah, are we allowed to talk about that thing? I don't know. You don't I, know? I think we're allowed to mention it, but I, I can't. I but... wouldn't just okay. be safe. There's Let... something big coming up for the Dragon Age podcast, I'll tell you that. Yeah, there's a thing, and uh, we'll be there. And we're <laughs> Ooh, that sounds very interesting. Classic Elder Scrolls. That records live every other Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, and uh, our next episode of Classic will be recorded 
Sunday, November 2nd. You can get these shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, QuestGamingNetwork.com. And of course, if you missed the live show here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash QuestGamingNetwork, you can always catch up with us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash QuestGamingNetwork. Final thoughts, and let's start with our guests, beginning with Knight. Final thoughts. I really want some candied bacon. Mm. <laughs> chocolate-covered bacon. Chocolate-covered bacon, wow. I work yeah. at a chocolate shop on the weekend sometimes. You should send me some chocolate-covered bacon. <laughs> <laughs> but it has to be thick-cut. With sea salt on top. Oh, my God. You are so- <laughs> Wow. Sea salt on top of your thick-cut bacon? Oh, my. But that's covered in chocolate, by the way. Is the sea salt on the chocolate or the bacon? On the uh, on the chocolate, bacon I, already has too much salt, and you can't put the salt on the bacon. You have to put it on the chocolate. I would I would die if I smelled it. <laughs> you just sort of walk into a room with some, and you, your heart seizes up. Basically, and that's just it. My arteries are hardening as we speak. <laughs> Twig says Liz wrapped in bacon. <laughs> we can do that. Oh boy, um, Moriel! Final thoughts, please. I don't even know if I can if I can follow up with that one. Um, <laughs> Rob wrapped in bacon? <laughs> no, that's more nightmare fuel than anything. Oh. Yes, yes, I I concur. I would say that if if anyone out there is looking for new stuff to add to their game, maybe just doing it casually. Uh, check out somewhere like TSRP or. Maybe go ahead and check out our guild if you feel like being a pirate and ready for some RP. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to make that pun. Can that, that please good. be the episode? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liz, your final thought. I can't wait to be wrapped in bacon because I think this RP thing is something that I would like. Um, I I would probably have to be very very casual about it because I don't know if I'm I would be any any good with it and I would laugh too much, but. Um, because I, I need a little jolt in my game. So, there you go. There you go. Nice. And Rob. Um, all this talk about bacon is making me hungry, <laughs> man. I don't have any, so, like, that. that's not fair, man. It's not fair. Oh, I've Walmart got the bacon pancakes song in my head now. Bacon pancakes. Bacon, 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 bacon pancakes. I well, sang that to a Varwin one night on Skype and he hung up on me. Sure. <laughs> I did not. Bacon. Yeah. Go along with it. Oh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I hate bacon pancakes. Too late. Bacon, bacon pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks again to uh, to Night's Night and, and Moriel uh, from the ESO RP podcast for joining us and, and talking all about role-playing and uh, the fantastic community. Guys, if you're listening on Friday, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern is is the next ESO Live, episode 4 on twitch.tv slash ZeniMax Online Studios. Uh, who knows what they're going to be saying. I bet you it's going to be big because Paul Sage is going to be on the show, and I am super stoked to uh, find out what that information is. This is a great episode. I had a lot of fun. Big thanks over to uh, Liz and Rob for being here and all of your, your uh, contributions and efforts. And to the chat room, thank you very much for being here as well. That's it from us. We're out. Take care, everyone. Be safe. And as always, may the foos be with you.